At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. Did you guys do extracurricular activities in college? Well, I still did theater. The theater outside of the theater program. There was only a certain amount that was required, and then everything else was whatever you wanted to do. So, like, yeah, and I had, like, a bunch of internships, and I'd never even applied for credit. So, I, you know, so, I don't know, you know, like, oh I was working goodness, for James. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't Why get credit, didn't you for, apply I didn't for, credit for any of my internships. You just forgot? Like, you just Well, didn't... I didn't need, I didn't, I didn't have an intern requirement so i just didn't even try to go through those steps to get the oh because you just want to do an internship just to do it yeah 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 so i mean damn they ain't paying nothing you ain't getting no one like no i ain't getting nothing (laughs) none of those none of those uh relationships (laughs) panned out (laughs) no a few a couple a few of them did i'm lying i'm I'm being (laughs) but all right that's good i mean i i i I did, I mean, all those were part of my department. Like, I did a bunch of internships, but I was in the film video theater department. So I don't know if I did things in college. Does drinking count? Like if I went to go drink at other schools? That's not an extra, that's not a college extracurricular. No, no, no. But like, say I went to like other schools and be like, yo, I'm about to try to out drink and out party their students. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that was a, you know what I mean? Like that was a yes. thing. I was like, I, I was very active in that pursuit. Right. You know, right. <laughs> like super. I'm talking about like super active. I'm like, hey, I will. I came to NYU a couple times. Shoot, okay. NYU kids thought they could hang, and I was credit? like, come <laughs> on, baby. I was like, look, y'all trying to go to uh, was it Bar None? All right, taking some shots. Man, I haven't heard Bar Not None today. in so long. Just talking about come going on, to a baby. bar. i did my my when i was my freshman year my communications teacher wanted me to do the speech and debate team but i did ah really i I I never i never did debate i and i never took i guess philosophy is that where they what what do they like talk about different arguments and stuff like that philosophy Um, theology was it philosophy or theology theology is like theology is religion and religion philosophy uh, would be like i never know. did i never did any of that but i wish i had like i feel like you know if i wasn't the best i would have been at least the great debater so. well <laughs> the the delayed s <laughs> and i was like i would at least be the great debate <laughs> you know what i mean like if they no we heard it we heard it they might not have said john you're the best there ever was, but they could have said, he's the great debater. Are you seeing the S on the low? Is that is that what's happening? Are you saying a Yeah, because he's, he's trying to make his sentence make sense, but then he's also trying to make sure that he's correctly transitioning by saying the full title of the film. Talking so about. he's, I'm he's the great something. debater. 
if I got on the team, you know, my nickname would have been the Great Debater. <laughs> See, I want to say something like, oh, people listen to our show because we're great debaters. You, we could have like said anything. Great debaters. <laughs> you could have said anything else, but he I didn't. I like this one was Wait, easy. I mean, that's not good, though, because you have to say the, so I don't know what you're talking I mean, Well, I'm we like, are the Great Debaters, but, you know, yeah. still. I feel like Brady, this one, this one, you should have had this one. Like this was kind of disappointing. This one was handed to you. I mean, that's what do we not do, you know? But get together and be the great debaters. You know. Wow. Wow. I wow. mean, what else do we do? All I know is that in a in an alternate universe, if I was uh-huh. on a debate team, <laughs> my name was the great debater. Okay, we're done with this. Like this is this is done. We're done with this. My name will be the great debater. All right, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. St. Augustine said, an unjust law is no law at all, which means I have a right, even a duty to resist with violence or civil disobedience. You should pray I choose the better. Okay, he didn't. He didn't change. His That's voice. how he said it. He was like, he, at the no, end, he was like, no. he got all smooth. He was like, Nah, he didn't pray. do that. I choose the letter. <laughs> so I, was like, I didn't want his voice to change. I was like, Yo, this this is a hard line. Say it right. And he said it all. Fourteen year old. I was like, All right, this, makes sense. this character. This is this is character. It makes sense. Uh, I mean, um, what I remember. Uh, I remember when this movie came out and like. Uh, they did a bunch of like interviews and stuff. I think specifically for Nickelodeon because he was so young, you know. Right. And I remember, I remember it so. <laughs> I remember it so vividly. Denzel Whitaker talking about the audition process for it, and just how mad oh. I was that he was in this movie. <laughs> what do you say? Keep going. What do you say? No, just stop. Just you know, he got to be a little ass kid in this Denzel Washington movie, and he's yeah. so mad. Wait, isn't he the, the same jealousy. kid who played T'Challa? Didn't he play? Wasn't he in Black Panther? Yeah, he played young. He played young Zuri in Got it in Black Panther. Oh, so he played young. Played young. But he was an adult by then. By the, oh no, I mean yeah, it's ten yeah, years. He later was the one at the beginning. What um the one who snitched on both um, his Stone character's name are James, <laughs> which oh, I thought wow. was interesting. It was that another connection. It's like Boris Whitaker. <laughs> Is a Whitaker. Right. James, James. Well, y'all get it. Before we go any further, I just want people to know that they this don't, they don't care. Educated, uh, this articulate, commanding voice that could lead a great debater's team is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I didn't come back to so LA to do when this. When you hear that voice, that's who that's who you're listening to. Uh, oh my god. And then we got my co-host. This voice that would probably be the one speaking for the people, giving you the fucking enthusiasm you needed to go out there and march is Gerard Milligan. 
And this voice mm-hmm. is James <laughs> 3 with an E. What? James 3 with an E. Why you? Why <laughs> would, where, where, would, where would you ever spell James 3 without an E? <laughs> <laughs> but this is with an E, you know? This is make sure right. people know. It's And it's one E. That's it. <laughs> oh, why do <laughs> you sound like Wait, three has a Orson Welles radio show? <laughs> yeah, it's three with, with, with any. James <laughs> three with any. That's my impression <laughs> of. <laughs> right. Well, um, we are a film review podcast. We record the, I uh, record, we review the films of leading black actors and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. All right. And today, we are reviewing the 2007 film, The Great Debaters, uh, a uh, based on a true story uh, directed by Denzel Washington, also starring Denzel Washington. Um, and was this, in, did this introduce Denzel Whitaker? No. I think so. I think uh, it was it? his first movie. Okay. Well, we have I Denzel mean, Whitaker, say we have Nate Parker, uh, and Journey Smollett kind of rounding out the uh the debate team also has what, what do you think she's doing right now like journey you think she like i don't know like up reading right the book now? or like but yeah like maybe like having a call i'm not thinking about what like she's friends. doing right now gerard nah. i mean who knows she could be like I don't she's know. living her life she's existing yeah. wow yeah, denzel whitaker was cool. in training day that was his first role he was a little wow. kid in training day <laughs> Okay, well then there it is. I all these connections, all He's these Denzel, a television, Denzel, and you know, you want to say he was a mean. voice in a movie called The Ant Bully. You don't remember The Ant Bully? You said that like that you didn't know that movie existed. You don't I don't remember, remember ants. I never saw The Ant Bully, but it's about The Ant Bully is about a. We don't need to talk about this, but it's about a bully, <laughs> a guy that bullies ants who becomes an ant. Oh. oh, wow. You know, that's a turn of events. <laughs> you How know, you're not expecting that. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. I don't even know. Something city? crazy happened. Some kind of magic. Mad but, you scientist. know, he, he turned into an ant. Shoot. Got it. And then he helps defend the ants. Yep, that's right. Then he gets, see, because you know what happened. He gets close to the ants. Then know, he becomes. I know how to create a film. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, well, wow. this movie has an. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, 86% audience score. It's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, box office, the budget was $15 million, uh, and it made $30 million. Man. Yeah. You know, it needed a little bit more journey Smollett. Like, if it had been more, it would have got, like, 35 You know what I'm saying? Like, if she would have just, like, they put her on the, she on the so. cover... Is she on the cover of the box? No. Nah, I didn't. She ain't on the cover. It's the back of this other nigga's head. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, Forrest Whitaker was kind of the lead, I think, of the kids. Uh, this movie didn't come out internationally. It just came out domestically. It made $30 million. It came out on Christmas. Wait, what? MGM didn't put this out internationally? No. It's all the black people. Yeah, it's black history. You know? What's fuck it? Let me not do this. Let me not. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to start this one today. Um, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm calm. I'm not doing this today. There I was. Know, I just feel like today. maybe that's what we should do, because isn't that the point of this? It don't make <laughs> sense. 
Why do I got to watch movies about white history that go international, even to China, but I can't get black history when white people do trash things overseas? white history... See, because like white people, because what happened was white people went everywhere and tried to like live everywhere. So when you put a white movie, when you put a white movie (laughs) and they're like, oh, I know what this I've seen because white people, they tried to probably take over us at some point or another. So I know them, you know, but then but Mm. black people, they we be chilling, you know, you know, and so like people aren't as accustomed to us. So we don't you don't put the movie out there because we wasn't out there trying to, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, yeah, y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my I theory. Even, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, right. The Great Debaters. Okay, so. <laughs> um, shall we start? I, this is, this is ba- I said this is based on a true story. Apparently, uh, it's, it is fictionalized uh, Damn. in a lot of ways. <laughs> Damn. Oh, is it? I want to I wanna. I enjoyed like, it so much. Okay, hold on. Wait, let me see what the difference but, is. Yeah. Well, let's, is that let's, on Wikipedia before we or something? Go in, before we talk about that, let's say what our initial thoughts were about the movie right. as it presented well, itself. This was my first time seeing this movie. I, wa- I want to say all the way through, but maybe ever. Um, and I liked it a lot. And I, of course, hoped that everything that I was looking at was true. <laughs> was hoping that everything he was seeing was real. So I'm interested to see what the differences are. thought mm-hmm. the acting was really good. Um, I know Nate Parker is a, is a uh, problematic individual uh, for, you know, comments he's made in the past and also because of his uh, rape allegations. Um, but uh, his acting is really good. So that is, you know, t- it's tough when, see somebody and they be acting real good you're like oh i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about this person um (laughs) (laughs) denzel did a great job directing the 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 movie i thought he i thought his character was really good that's it i mean i don't know what else to say i liked it journey was journey's Mm -hmm. fantastic everybody's she's probably drinking hot chocolate I feel like she's why are you trying to figure out what (laughs) yeah i don't feel like it's hot chocolate uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i honestly forgot if i saw this movie or not i because i there was part of me that was like this feels familiar and then there's another part of me that was like i don't remember this movie um mm. but I, I i i think i did i feel like i did um that said um yeah it's a very enjoyable kind of uh movie in this in this realm uh, i thought the acting was great i i i I thought Nate Parker and Journey were like really um, charismatic, and uh, I liked the little kind of romance dance between them. Uh, obviously, Denzel and Forrest Whitaker are always going to be great, and Kimberly Elise is always going to be great. Um, and oh, yeah, Kimberly Elise, goodness, yeah. <laughs> and Denzel and Denzel Whitaker is good too. I think like Jarrell, uh, I kind of briefly mentioned this, but like the end you know debate like it was like good but it didn't really it didn't like it didn't like hit you there just because like that kid doesn't have that kind of commanding i don't know thing that you would think of when you would think of like a really cinematic like argument you know on screen and like he's kind of like saying the right things and like he's true to the character that was throughout the movie uh but it didn't really have 
like that rousing moment at the end. So that was a little underwhelming for me, but, um, and, and it's probably, I've watched this movie in two parts, so that was easier, but it's probably a little long, but again, we say that for all movies. Um, Facts. <laughs> um, but no, it was, I, I, it was definitely enjoyable. It was definitely, I, I like, I was like, Oh, okay. You know? Um, yeah, it's, I don't think this movie got any real recognition from no, awards, right? even though it definitely came out like award season. Like this movie came out oh, on did? Christmas. Yeah, oh, it came out December eleventh. Yeah. So oh, damn. So it was definitely shooting for that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, an enjoyable movie. Yeah, man, I, I actually liked it. I don't think I ever saw it. I think I, you know, this isn't the kind of movie I normally watch. Black people dealing with old white folk racism um but i thought it was good every time first every time i see nate parker i'm like damn this brother was next it's like every time i see him I'm like he, he was he was the dude like he he yeah. he was t'challa you know what i'm saying i love that we got chadwick but i'm like this dude was the next guy um and thinking that this movie like all his movies were black people trying to overcome something like even looking at journey in this movie i was like there's a scene with her, with all of them in the car. And I'm like, this poor woman, I hope she has the best fucking time on Birds of Prey. Because I'm like, this woman's career that made her famous has always been some slave or like some like, I got to run from white people shit. Like it was like this movie, Underground. Then it was like a scene that reminded me of a scene from Lovecraft Country. I was like, this woman deserves a goddamn comedy or a love story or something. Um, it, it's funny, I did enjoy this movie. Like, man, this movie made people mad. There's a review of this movie I gotta read because I think it's hilarious. While while one of the best, sorry, while a well-made film, the biggest disheartening issue, however, is that it portrays almost all the blacks as intelligent academics and almost all the whites as arrogant rednecks. And I was like, <laughs> so <laughs> that isn't no, wait, first of all, that, that isn't even true. Wait, wait, first of all, that going. isn't even true. <laughs> wait, not, wait, let me keep going. Let me keep going. <laughs> The white Harvard debaters are arrogant, stuffy, narrow-minded, unenlightened intellectuals. They have no good white guys and no horrible black characters. Even the black butler at Harvard is exceptional, having correctly pronounced it, um, having correctly pronounced Latin words and inspirational phrases. Um, I was looking up like um, fact versus Wait, fiction stuff, and there's this movie site. Where, yeah, there's a movie site called Crosswalk, and this woman, presumably a white woman. Um, it's like this movie, there's no happy white person. And the thing I like about this movie <laughs> is that they didn't add in a magic well, now, now, this is the greatest movie ever made. Because <laughs> like, you think about it, like, this is what I was watching. to write this. It, it, mad. Mad because there's no... And, this is, and that kind of review brings up what? why I personally hate some of these other movies that white people love. Because it's a fictional white person that comes in and saves the day or comes in and knocks down the color only sign or comes in and say, hey, little black boy you can do it too. And all of a sudden that gives the nigga courage to like run up a goddamn mountain. Well, so considering how fictionalized this is, you know, they could have added in a white person. They could have. They could have. So I don't know. Maybe this movie is terrible. Unless Harvard itself is the magical white person. Because <laughs> Harvard randomly called at the end and was like, hey, come to yeah, what? <laughs> Is Harvard itself the magical white? Um, but I really like this movie. And I was going to say I like it because they didn't add a magical white person. And the fact that this white lady is so mad about it makes me laugh in tremendous ways. Um, 
but yeah that's crazy um i mean this is a random freaking website but uh it was i thought it was going to give me like um oh these are the real things these are the fake things of the movie and i'm like oh no also wait i also love jermaine williams who low-key is in so many movies like where is this guy um oh yeah Mm mm-hmm He's so he good in so many things, yo. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So apparently, like, like three of the four debaters aren't are like amalgamations of people. It's like it's like kind of fictionalized. I don't know. This thing just said that there wasn't a real person named Lynch. It's so hard though, because some of these websites I'm reading from, I'm like, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> exactly. I can't find a real one. <laughs> it's like also, I'm trying to look for like a we fictionalize everything okay Barnum is a fucking terrible human and he has one of the best biopics of all time I don't care what a, you know what you know what it sh- they should have said one of these niggas made the fucking spaceship and went to the moon I'd have been like great I don't think we debated our way that. to the moon we debated our way to the moon no I don't want <laughs> I don't think we don't want movies that. based on it. First of all, can I just say this? Because wait, what was the other movie we had where they had like fake back, like fake like end credit things where they're telling us like facts about these fake people? What do you um, call it? Um, um, I can picture it right now. Uh, it was the no su- no sudden move. No, no. sudden move. <laughs> yeah, it right? was the one about it was yeah, it was the one about the. Well, um, they just had things at the end, but it was like these are what happened to these people. Yeah. <laughs> I hate I I am I don't understand why why movies do this like why do they say like why are they like oh here's a person who like we're telling you this is based on a real story and then there's this is a fictional person and then we're going to tell you what this fictional person did in the future like of course yeah, audiences are going to walk away sense. thinking that that's real like it's yeah. not it's, I don't know. That's because sometimes most of those people have like a really tough life. Like I was reading on um, why did I go down this hole? It was like on what happened to actual um character like real life people. And I read one on um the twelve year the guy from Twelve Years a Slave, and his life he vanished like three years later. Like he got reunited with his family and then just was gone. Like no one knows what happened. I don't know if he got taken back to slavery. Like gone. I think maybe four years. I'm like, yeah, man. They tell these stories to make people feel good. Um, right. So one of the, the biggest things is they they didn't debate Harvard. They debated uh, the University of Southern California. Th- that was the reigning champions, and that's who they faced, and they never faced Harvard. Um, so they just, like, added that because, like, people know Harvard, and it's like, Harvard, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would have said that same thing. Um, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. Man, they man, they need to lead this movie. So many movies. Yo, what is it, hidden? What is it? Hidden figures had Taraji okay. running a mile in oh, heels yeah. to Pharrell music. Okay, and the woman who is still alive <laughs> was just like that's we not went. The thing to talk about. We, no, we went to the back. Scene, we just, of the movie. And the thing there, is, is her nobody's thinking that she actually ran. We were like, why? <laughs> why is she running to the bathroom to happy? Okay, it don't make sense. All right, that black woman. Okay, who is that still has alive, such a different said, thing than what we're talking about. I went to the bathroom right there. They told me I couldn't go. I went to that bathroom. <laughs> That's what that black woman said. I ain't running down that motherfucking no heels. 
multiple times to happy. Okay, the, <laughs> the minions danced to happy. Bray she Lock. was wait a minute. So you're saying <laughs> she was upset about happy as well? Everybody was. Upset she acknowledged. She acknowledged that Pharrell's score <laughs> did not match. <laughs> and if you're gonna have her run, if you're gonna have her fucking running to the bathroom, play some goddamn. I don't know, Shaka Khan, some Tina Turner, some powerful shit. Why are you Not- doing this to Pharrell, though? Pharrell is a, is a <laughs> trailblazer. I trail love Pharrell. <laughs> but Pharrell, no, Pharrell shouldn't have been making the beat to this woman running to the bathroom in stress. Right. He knows so, it. So, hold on. So, why wasn't, why wasn't Samantha Book with an E just Henrietta Bell Wells? This person <laughs> who, the wiki, when you click on Samantha Book, it just takes you to this other woman's <laughs> Wikipedia. Well, yeah, because oh. she wasn't a real person. Samantha Book yeah, is a fictional but why? Uh, but there's, it looks like looking at this debate <laughs> oh, yeah, team picture, was there on was team. only one woman on this team. <laughs> right. So, why? Yeah, why, why did you change your name? Why did. Well, uh, <laughs> well one, uh, 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 black woman erasure. No, I don't know, man. I what? <laughs> Because. It doesn't make this well. Woman has it's like mad she didn't. Accolades. She didn't become a lawyer. She became a social worker. Uh, and she maybe went to they, law school. No, maybe no, wait, she on, she probably didn't have this you know romantic relationship. And they were like, well, instead of like pretending like this real person had this romantic relationship, we'll have a fake person have a romantic relationship. Oh my god, wow. she beat Tuskegee. She beat Howard. She beat. Oh, she told Denzel. Was it? Oh, apparently, she talked to Denzel. She told Denzel to play. All right. Yeah, I don't know why they use Wait, the real name. Wait, you just said all that. You mumbled it's all a, that. What, it's is, a, what happened? Uh, the character, uh, you know, is played by Journey Smollett. Lucy, based on her, Will stated that she told Denzel, who directed the film, he should play the team's coach, um, Melvin B. Johnson. Um, yeah, but that doesn't connect to why. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know why her name is different. Like, I have a... <laughs> all right. Well, I'm upset. So, all right, cool. Great. All right. Well, okay. So this movie starts uh in the in the south but they're in texas um and it's like a i don't know what you call this a hoedown <laughs> a shindig what's it <laughs> <laughs> you're having a romp oh a party okay yeah <laughs> i feel a like there's a name for it a hoedown a shindig a, 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 a blues well they at the club getting it in is yeah. what they're doing. And it's it in. intercut with it's intercut with uh, a sermon from Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker is delivering, mm-hmm. which is sort of and also Journey Smollett on a train. Oh yeah, seeing the poverty going yes, from north to south. She's on the train. Is it bad every time I hear the name Forrest Whitaker? I think of that Bernie Mac bit. It's like I hate Black Pepper. I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. I just that's all. Really, when someone says his name, I just think of Bernie Mac from, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. Well, he's that racist black cop. I hate my skin. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, this was fun. Also, my man is out here, um, Nate Parker, out here fighting. First off, this dude got set up. He flirting with this woman, and then he's like, "Who's that? Just my husband." Oh, that's just like, my oh. husband. Are they swingers? And I was like, oh no, she he, she trying to kill this nah, dude. Nah, he about to Are kill him. Are they swingers? Because <laughs> she said it so casually. It's just In the my 1930s. Husband. Yeah, no. I was like, all right. Clearly, she's not stressed. Um, I know, that was funny. Oh, maybe and that's he, her thing. He she him. gets hit on 
And then her husband has to come in and save her. And then she's like, oh, thank you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the, the She vibe. was rooting for her husband during the fight. Yeah, I was like, even though her it. husband pulled the knife on a man. Like, what? But he was giving him the work, though. Okay. Yeah. And then Denzel was there dressed in. Oh, damn. He was, he was in costume. Share crapper clothes. Share crapper clothes. I will say, I did like that this movie took place um, during the Great Depression for black people. So it was during the Share Cropper era. I mean, it seems like. James Farmer's story is pretty accurate. Yeah, in he's, terms the, he's of like, the real person. Which yeah. one is that, James Farmer? Uh, he's for, the forest. Uh, 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 Denzel Whitaker. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I guess gotcha. his dad also had all of those. He was also all of those accolades were were real as well for him. Wow. Well, he just um, passed away in 1999. Yeah, that's what's crazy about as I'm looking through all these Wikipedias. All these people, we shared air <laughs> with. Yeah. We shared air with these people. Well, that's the hard part. I'm thinking yeah. about this and like, this is what, 1933? My mom was born in 1940, 1945, something like that. And I'm like, yo, this, this isn't like every time I feel like we talk about some of these movies, it's like these people, there's literally, there's a scene when we get down later in the movie and there's a little boy watching the lynching. And I'm like, that little boy is like 70 now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that little that little boy is still alive and remembers it, and now he got grandkids. Mm-hmm. Bet you need telling. He's either telling grandkids he was at that lynching, or he's like, "I'm carrying this to my grave because I was I grew up racist." But yeah, this shit ain't that crazy, man. I thought they did a pretty good job of showing that, like showing the kids like smiling, the what the white kids smiling when um you know when they hit the pig. And it's just like you just sort of look at what's being passed on and how, you know, it was really it, it was unnerving. But also, like, I thought it was it was handled very well. I, I thought in general, I mean, I know we'll get into things as we get into them more specifically, but I did think in general the way that this sort of balanced the oppression of the day and then also just the general struggles of these characters trying to do this debate. I thought that that was well balanced in a way that I don't know. It was impactful to me. It didn't feel like it was, it didn't feel like it was like, uh, you know, torture porn. And then, and it also didn't feel like they were like, we're going to shy away from this. Yeah. It was was very present throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie. And also like the movie was about something else, you know? Yeah. I thought it was a really nice, balance and it was like yeah it's like we can't pretend like this isn't happening we have to show it but also we, we're not gonna like even the like the most i mean well i guess you know you see the the lynched body lynched bird mm-hmm. body but like even that like it, there there wasn't like a reveling in it you know mm-hmm. and there's like that quick cut to that guy who got beat up or you know like oh, tortured yeah. by the cops um, so that we know, you know, this is what's happening. But this is the thing, guys. Like, I, I think you guys probably saw it on Twitter this week. I don't know why people keep talking about it, but from um Denzel from the movie Fences, everyone keeps playing his interview about like why it was important he directed Fences, and he brought up the the analogy of like you know, um Steven Spielberg, uh, Marcel Sazie, like Martin could have directed Schindler's List, um uh, Steven could have directed like. Goodfellas, but he's like it's the culture of it all. Like if I compare, like right now I got a, I got a um this film, The Great Debaters. I have the worst movie ever made, 
um, up green book. Um, I also have um, hidden figures up. And when you look at those three directors, two Caucasian men who probably have a very limited amount of black friends, because I can tell by their movies, um, did these historical movies on black people, but felt the need to not villainize a white person. Whereas if you lived in the 1930s South, you're like, Hey man, even these people who are leaving me alone can still harass me. Shit, in 2021, we still get harassed by will-to-do white folk. You know what I'm saying? And it's that nuance where it's like, in one of those hands, they even would escape, escape, skip right over the horrors that white people truly do and some of the things they truly say beyond just face value. Or they would have like reveled in it and just had us sitting there looking at like torture porn the whole goddamn time. So I think what Denzel did was something that is like very genuine. Denzel is an older black man whose parents probably lived through this, who he probably experienced shit in Mount Vernon. And it's like, yo, we can show this. It showed, literally it was the fear, like watching um, them hit the pig, but then seeing not the face of um, Forrest Whitaker, but of the kids, that is real fear. Because, like, you're yeah. looking at this grown, educated black man talk to these fucking stupid, literally stupid hillbillies and be forced to be called boy and help them pick up a goddamn hog in an expensive suit where these little assholes can't do shit. Yeah. And it's like, that shit happens. I saw my stepfather. I saw him go from being, like, a well-to-do black dude to being terrified when white cops showed up. And it's like, this nigga is stupid. I remember thinking a lot, this cop is a fucking idiot. And that's not saying... I was like, and now we're sitting here terrified of him because he has more power, not only because of his badge, but because we in the South and he white. That's mm-hmm. just goddamn shame, man. Yeah. Fucking shame. And you notice he ain't playing no goddamn poppy music in this fucking movie. <laughs> ain't nobody ain't nobody getting taught how to eat fried chicken in this movie. I ain't even seen nobody eating this movie, did y'all? Okay? I, the mind was being fed. Okay? <laughs> All right. (laughs) (laughs) I hate those movies. I think people need to really understand. And the thing that pisses me off more about those movies is this movie to me is better than those movies, but got so far less accolades than those movies. And I need to know why. I I agree that this movie is better than both of those movies. Like it just is better. And I don't can't remember what else was coming out at those times or whatever, or whatever, you know, but it's definitely just like <laughs> it has and, to just be racism, right? And like the reason, to... well, the reason is exactly what you know. Um, our our friend Lisa uh, Rice said, and and that's that the white people are all bad, and the black <laughs> people are all good. Um, and it's like, come on, like have some nuance. Um, it's truly that. No, <laughs> it truly shit. is the fact that there is no white savior in this movie. There's no like good white person to like, like. It, it, what about so the white dude is, at Harvard that helped them with the bags? What's so, so like, funny is like, yes, they had people who weren't like inherently just racist jerks, right? Like. They were just a part of the society. So like, yeah, you have the white dude at Harvard who helps him with the bags. He doesn't, he's not, he's not helping them at all, really. He's just doing his job, right? He's in more of like a survival position. And then there's also the white dude who's helping um, uh, Tolson's character, uh, Tolson in the, um, you know, with the, the, with the organization of the, the farmers and the union or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like the person who's a sidekick or whatever. He's in one scene. He says one thing, he gets shut up. You know, it's clearly clear that Denzel Washington has more power than him. 
And because of that, like this person is like, yeah, there's no good white people. It's like, no, there were white people who were all right. There were white people who weren't bad. They just weren't the heroes. Also, they were the ones doing what you probably do in your everyday life, which is being pleasant. But you ain't fucking on a limb helping no black folk out. Well, they were. This this is is my thing. (laughs) Everybody today want to prove they ain't racist. And I'm like, but what are you doing, though? It's like, but seriously, it's like, I got mad. I got mad producer friends. Like, we got a couple. Oh, man, we have an initiative to help people of color. It's like, cool, cool, cool. What does your initiative do? Because this person you got in part of this initiative probably deserves your job. But like, that's what we we saying. Like, what are you doing? Like, everybody wants to feel like they're doing something big. At least with that bullshit movie, The Green Book, at least we know they ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? At least we know this movie is complete, full of shit. It's like, there's no way no white dude's about to be well, like, yes. no, 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 you know it's full of shit. That. Right, right. We, we I all mean, I know. <laughs> Mahershala I know. knew. Mahershala knew when he won that Oscar. That nigga was up there in a beanie. Like, yeah, I know, hey, but man. a lot of people didn't know. That I've I, never <laughs> had fried chicken in my life. I want an never, Oscar. I want this how picture. do I eat? How? <laughs> Yo, what's so crazy? I looked up what this uh, film was nominated for, and it was it. It was nominated by the Golden Globes for Best Picture best picture Drama, but that's it? Like, there is no other Golden Globe nomination, obviously didn't win. And I'm just like, how are you going to nominate something for Best Picture and then not nominate anything else? And then no, the Academy didn't nominate it for anything. Because, man, it does, it does, Brie, you're right, it doesn't do what this lady is expecting. And I'm thinking about, I'm looking at these movies, Kevin Costner's in one, you know what I'm saying? Viggo Mortensen's in the other one. It's like, there's, there's someone to latch onto in these other movies where it's like in this one, Hold on. there's not. There are plenty of people to latch onto in this movie. So these so white people need to see white people doing good in order to in order to watch a movie. I'm about <laughs> Listen, to be mad. I'm about, what, I'm about to get upset. <laughs> what movie? What I movie watched the movie. There was, there was 15 people for me to latch onto when I watched this movie. You know when I watch <laughs> when I watch when I watch the imitation game. It's also 15 people for me to latch on to when I watch watch that movie. Just because it's white people on the screen doesn't mean I'm not latching on to them. I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm bad. I'm sorry I yelled. I didn't want to. You know what? Let's be positive. Because y'all ain't the people. The people listening to this podcast ain't the people I'm yelling at. So I'm sorry I yelled at y'all's ears. I took took us down this road. My bad. I just wanted to make sure people understood that this movie is superior to those other movies. And those other movies have more credit. And I think it's because of the whiteness of those movies. But let's talk about why great, well, how great this movie is. Because this movie is awesome. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm like, it. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, 
I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Yeah, I mean, so they have a couple of threads going, basically. So you have uh, uh, Denzel Whitaker's character. What was it? James? Um, Uh, Which one? Denzel. Denzel is, they're both James. Denzel Whitaker and, and, yeah, they're both James. They're James Farmer Jr. Um, And he's... You know his dad is a his dad is a pastor. He's fourteen. He's in this college. He's a he's, he's smart a, as hell. Only fourteen years old, um, uh, and uh, he wants to join the debate team. Uh, uh, essentially, we get a couple several different scenes with him and his father because his father's kind of like over a little bit overbearing. You know, it's one of the reasons he's probably so smart. I mean, so educated. I should say not smart, but. It's one of the reasons he's like accomplished so much is because his father has pushed him. Um, but he also is a 14-year-old boy and he likes, you know, he likes girls. Um, yeah, man, he got a little crush. <laughs> he got a little he had a little crush on, on Journey. He probably on Journey. He probably saw him and was like, Man, she drinks hot chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Why probably, are probably you doing like, this? <laughs> probably like, 
Like I, t- I was like so funny. Not chocolate in this film. Go I ahead. would say what's so funny about Journey Smollett though is like I literally for some reason was like googling her and I forgot that she's been on um like her and her we probably talked about it but her and her siblings had that show when they were kids and they all like it was like her Jesse a couple other Smollett kids and they all played like six or eight siblings on some like sitcom way back when um so to see her go from that to like roll bounce. Uh, where she was like the best friend who wasn't attractive right. then like became super pretty out of nowhere than it is. And then like even thinking about her as Letty, I was like, man, Journey Smollett has had an interesting career. She's always been a good actor, but you. also one, oh, he's by you, but also one who hasn't had to um, lose any sexuality at the same time. Like I feel like sometimes it's like, if you watch these movies, it's like either sexuality is like fully on display or it's like, I got to remove it all put on a fake nose and like shave half my head. And that's how the person gets to acting. Um, a, a beautiful woman gets acting credit. Whereas like, she's been able to like really just be dope, but also like a, a beautiful woman at the same time. I love her. And you know what? But she's also not, just to be a, clear, you said you've been wondering, you know, this whole podcast, like whether or not she's currently drinking hot chocolate, but then you also said for some reason you were Googling her. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just, 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 just saying, you know what I mean? I just, I, I just wonder, like, you know, like, do you, like, yeah, man, what does she probably read? You know, like, she probably reads some dope books, maybe even comics. I think she might read some comics. All right. Too. She, I mean, probably has to, at the very I mean, least, yeah, to understand what's going on with her character. <laughs> her character. Uh, <laughs> wait, so she just transferred. Um, where did, where yeah. was she coming from? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what Scoochie. Let's see historically yeah, I, where did she transfer from. I do historically, she, historically she transferred. Uh, historically, she the uh, you're talking oh, about Henrietta. There. Yeah, she just started there. She just uh, started there. She was a freshman. Yeah, she just started. She joined the debate team as a freshman, the real uh wow person. This movie could have been about insane. her. She also apparently Honestly, had to, like, I would work. Watch she that. had to, like work jobs like. She had a scholarship, but she still had to like work jobs and like, and like would like do extra shifts and they'd have to like cover for her or like all this stuff. I don't know. There's a, I'm like reading like the real, real stories and you're like, it's always more impressive than the movie. And you're like, what, why? I don't know. Yeah. How, how does that, how does why that make take any sense? Out? Why do you make these characters less impressive? It would be unbelievable if we saw it. Nobody would, you know. Uh, the <laughs> no one would believe that someone could do that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's also interesting. Like, I mean, even thinking about this movie when she gets there, and she and she goes to the team. They start pretty quickly with Denzel, like with the tryouts. It's, what is it? Three hundred people down to four people or something like that. Or no, no, mm-hmm. it's three hundred students. Four forty apply and then four make it or something. Um, I love that she was there, and I. It, and I don't know, maybe because I'm a guy. Oh man, am I am I am I Lisa Rice right now? Oh shit! I'm just about to what say about I to like. Say? I was about to say I like that like she's there, and no one is like, um, women can't be here. Like everyone acknowledges that you know, hey, women, we don't have, we haven't had a woman do this, but no one's like, man, why is she in here? And I'm like, is that is. It's the feeling I'm feeling as a man with this white lady's feeling because there's no happy white person, no helpful white. 
I'm like the men were the men weren't offensive to her because you're me. glad that the men weren't. Yeah, yeah. I I mean it's it's certainly adjacent to that, if not. <laughs> According to Henrietta Bell Wells, the real uh, debater. Well, actually, I mean, she just says that the boys didn't seem to mind me. She I, she didn't really talk much in this interview about like the heart. I'm sure that obviously there were hardships, but I don't know if there were hardships within the team necessarily. It seems uh, like they yeah. were pretty united. Even when even when um, uh, Denzel Whitaker brings up to Forrest um, that there's a that there's a girl on the on the team. I thought that he was going to be like, oh, a, wom- a woman. But then, he, but then he was like, hey, man, don't get distracted. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he yeah, yeah. That was what he was upset about was like yeah. potentially the, 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 the distraction of the romantic distraction. Um, and then and it's it's still there, though. Right. Like at the end, when they when they debate. Harvard, it's a it's a woman and a fourteen year old boy, and they're both black. It was just yeah. like there was so yeah. many things. It's like you still feel that that like they they must be looking at them a, a, a certain way because of that reason. Right. Um, Is that? But why, they um, but they do not acknowledge it, and I I don't know. I I don't know. I it was it, I thought it was it, it's still present even if they don't like make a meal out of it. Is that why Nate Parker didn't do like why I was confused on why he didn't um did he think because it would be a 14-year-old boy and a black woman they would um fare better than him? I I, I was confused on like why he didn't do it. He did say that um he did say that they'll love it. You're 14, they'll love it, they'll eat you up. But I do think that there was also some element it felt like there was some element of him feeling like uh there was weakness in him in himself that he was mm-hmm. like the you know uh farmer junior will he can rise up to this occasion and be and and be this sort of shining light that gotcha. we that you know the people writing this know James Farmer Jr to go on to become you know um it felt like that it was like that. There was, you know, because it, it came right after he left yet again and was about to maybe cheat yet again, you know. And he was, I just felt like that was him sort of acknowledging a weakness in himself. Uh, all right. That's what yeah. I thought. All right. Okay. Okay. Cause I was, yeah, because I was curious. Uh, but yeah, this movie I thought was cool, man. Like they, they started off the debate team. Um, I, I did love. Um, Denzel telling the guy who quit to like use his humor in it. Um, what is his name? What is his character's name? Uh, Jermaine Williams. Um, Hamilton mm-hmm. Burgess. He was like, "Yo, use the humor. Don't like. Would you shoot yourself in the foot uh, in a fight?" Right. He was saying like, "Don't be self-deprecating." I was like, "I like this, man. I, I don't know. I-, I keep thinking, do debate teams have you ever got, have you guys ever watched a debate match mm-hmm. in real life? I I've never watched a debate match, but I have listened to. Uh, I did listen to a podcast that had the debate. It was like by by NPR, and it was like a mm. like a debate. It, it wasn't college; it was like adults. Um, but they would like 
have a debate and and argue they didn't have they didn't say resolve but they uh, they argued like you know the affirmative and the and the negative of like certain you know stances uh and you know go back and forth and it, it, it's two people on each team um so very similar mm. yeah it's interesting it's like it's interesting because it's like it's a very rigid structure which you need to have you know <laughs> um but there's also like there's limitations to it, just like anything, I guess. But uh, but it is interesting hearing people like bring up quotes and facts. And this was very all of their debates. A lot of their debates seemed very philosophical in nature, um, and they weren't. There wasn't a lot of like fact based evidence as much as there just was like quoting people who we who it's assumed that we all respect and therefore like those people's quotes have weight, you know? Yeah. I thought that was odd considering what the um, audition process was like, like considering like uh. he kept, he kept on um, journey for uh, Samantha for, um, for like what her quotes were and what her facts were, you know? Um, but then almost every debate was like, you know, it should people do the, you know, is it okay for someone to do, you know, like it's like all moral and ethical questions, all emotion based, like everything became emotion based. I mean, I, I, I did like it. I liked when they, you know, started doing that montage running and being like what 10 and O or something crazy like that. Also, it was so interesting. I thought they were going to be. They kept building like they were going. It was going to be like crazy tension between Denzel and Nate Parker's character that I felt like never really came, which I did like because after the first match, when Nate Parker just did his own thing and quoted uh, and quoted a uh, uh, journey, I was like, "Oh, Denzel's going to be pissed," even though they won. He's like, "I wrote the stuff. You can't do it." And no, we never even saw another scene of them talking about it. It was just right. a montage of them winning. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, that's interesting. Cause I like that Denzel wasn't overbearing. I feel like we always see these movies and you have, of course, like a, you know, Forrest Whitaker character was like the black dad who's like my way or the highway, you know? And like Denzel seemed a little bit more loose where he definitely wasn't explaining himself, but he also understood that fire in all the kids, which I thought was very, um, I thought it was very beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it, fire! And what was he doing? He was organizing. Like, I, I was, what was Denzel doing on the low? He was yeah, like, he was forming a a like a union, a union. a farmers oh. union, a, a union of farmers, An interracial farmers union, which I think is a is a real thing, right? That he was was that a real thing that Melvin Tolson? Uh, did? Let me see. I, I have it up. I, I have it. him up right now, and I'm trying to find it, oh, it specifically. You're right. Um, I mean, he I'm had here. a he has a long career of all kinds of <laughs> stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if that's on here, but I don't actually. Maybe I don't that see it. Thing. But he what? But it does say that he it he, his political view. He was about he was about integrating, and that was mm-hmm. and that uh, was a source of you know tension. But it doesn't say that he it doesn't at least as far as my scrolling doesn't say that he actually formed a union. Wow. Yeah. Apparently also, he was an activist. Uh, so it, maybe it was like 
a slight, slightly imagined, but like based off of his real kind of ideas of what, what he wanted to do. Yo, they won in real life 75. Okay. Yeah. In 47. So this is, is after the fact Long 47, he was accused of having been active in organizing farm laborers. Um, Oh, but during, he was accused of, of doing it during the late 1930s. Um, but it doesn't say got like it. a specific group that he I, formed. I, I, and, it doesn't seem like he actually got arrested and like couldn't come to a debate right. Or I, something I, doesn't, like that. I don't see any evidence of being of him being uh, blacklisted or or anything like that either. But right. But this is Wikipedia. So this is a Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. Also, the blacklisted Wiley, stuff. You know, I was like, isn't that a little early for the? Were people? <laughs> I guess people were. I guess people were always being blacklisted. But I was like, I, that term felt a little new. I was like, I feel like that's a fifties term. But anyway, wow, fifties. Um, was about to say. Uh, no, I was just looking up the team, and it's like, yeah, man, seventy-five straight debates they won over. Yeah, that's over amazing. Well, the other. The other Only weird fact one. is that they didn't, even though they beat USC, who were the who were the reigning champions, they didn't get to they didn't get to claim the title because black people were not technically a part of the collegiate debate circle. So even wow. it was like an unofficial debate. All the debates against wow. the white te- white uh, schools were unof- were like unofficial. Man, wow. man. Also, I don't know why this movie. I do know why. I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, there is such a pride in seeing historically black colleges and just like what it's so easy to think about, you know, Howard being the, the, the black Ivy League, you know, and, and, you know, thinking about, you know, Tuskegee and all these places. But it's like, man, these black schools had to do so, to get the funding and to get the type of um student and, a, and and accreditation that they needed like to do this back in what the 1930s 1900s like these these black people were so so genius and so fucking driven because i'm like even in this movie they're like oh man we can get we can knock howard off it's like howard 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 is one of the best schools period but also to think that howard was established at a time where like they really weren't trying to let black people learn and they were like fuck it we'll just do it ourselves and that became one of the highest institutions in the nation, yo. Man, God bless black people. Like, I'm, I'm even, I'm now looking on Wiley and Tuskegee's uh, um, college I know. pages. Well, that's the one thing. The other thing I really love about this movie is that it's like highlighting, um, it's doing what white people get to do with movies all the time, which is like highlight like little known historical figures who did something that's pretty impressive, but we're not like learning all the time. And it's like, hey, like, it's like a debate team that, like, did really well. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's so cool, you know, and even more impressive uh, considering all the obstacles. But we never learn about this stuff. You know, we always are learning the same kind of history. And then that's why it is a little bit disappointing that even in this movie, even though, like, Wiley College is real and Tolson is real, like, we're still, like, it's still, like, fake people. It's like, no, like, let us please learn about these real people you know like at least you know james farmer jr Jr. is real but like i don't know like i I, but i do love that this that you know denzel and oprah because i think harpo productions was involved with this like 
they were like, let's make a movie about, you know, people that are black people that were impressive that aren't necessarily that aren't the like civil rights activists or like these huge historical figures. Like just like, let's make about like exceptional black people who people don't know. Other people don't know about, you know? And you know what? We should keep making the movies, even though there was something about this movie. And I think James brings this up, brings this up often. Um, Like I put a lot of weight in like awards and act like the Oscars, which are, you know, normally to, boast up other white people and like seeing this movie and Denzel to a fault almost felt like he would like, um, when he was hyped that they got to, um, debate, I forgot whatever the first white school was. And, um, Nate Parker's University of Michigan, I think Michigan. Yeah. And Nate Parker's character goes, Oh, we just happy for scraps off the table. And I'm like, it does feel like we're always not always, at least for myself, always trying to get the approval of like, high-end white society instead of just like my own people where it's like i need i need the oscar the golden globe to be proof of this being good versus like man if a bunch like i even think about Tyler Perry, like black people support that dude enough that that dude is rich you know what i mean like will packer black people support him enough where that man is a rich man you know like he may not be going to the governor's ball but like he's a millionaire because of us and there's something about that where i'm like oh that is one thing I want to take away from this movie is like you you may get into a hole trying to get white people's approval, and it's also like for what? Like for what? Um so I don't know. That that was one cool thing. It's like, yeah, man, you're always arguing for scraps, but it's like I don't want your scraps. I can go back and make my own shit. It's like lip literally, I'm like looking at these schools. It's like it's literally black people who are like, all right, cool, we don't need to go to your school. At one point, they like, what is it when they bring up W. E. B. Du Bois who my grandfather always talked about that was really great is is a very important black figure but also he's a very important black figure educated in a very white world and also where's his movie like the dichotomy between like the two sides of him like he is the code switcher you know what i mean like where's his movie bro you could be we the boys you got sure it's a tv movie (laughs) (laughs) remember when uh no i don't i have no idea No, did you yeah. just, did you just Boys, say Booker that there was a TV movie because the fact that there's likely a TV movie is high? <laughs> the fact yeah. that you know some some you know the History Channel made a WB. <laughs> wow, there's well, no right, movie right? of him. No. There's no movie portrayed. No, there's a documentary about him. Not wow, not narrative film. All right, well, I mean, let's do it. Wow, we might as well do it. We got WB. Yeah, bring it to WB the boy for real. Um, Give me a chance to shave his curly head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I, it, it's uh, it is this thing of like, well, we uh, we do live in a in a white dominated society, both in terms of population, but also obviously power. Um, I mean, that's slowly changing demographically, but uh, so it's like you can't fully segregate. Anyway, this is what I'm writing a pilot about. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, it, you you also um, don't want to be fully codependent on, you know, the the powers that be giving you, you know, what you need. Um, so it's a it's a it's it's a fine line. But I mean, like, I like that 
that was brought up. And then also that Nate Parker stuck on the debate team, you know, and it was like, and, and went to those debates, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that was cool. Yeah. Also, I, mean, I learned, what, did you guys know um, where the term lynching came from before this? Movie? I had never heard. No, but I also, before. but I also was reading one of these websites and they said that that was, that was a fake fact. Oh, was it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't but Lisa. Me... It wasn't Lisa, was it? I don't know if I trust Lisa. <laughs> but it also, I also wonder if that's one of those things where it's like, right, I don't trust Lisa. Either. Is that something that people have been saying? You know, you know, and there is no. It's like we we can't trace it back to any one thing in particular. Oh, maybe see, I mean, William Lynch. There, there is something he said. Denzel said early on uh, about not having a birth certificate so he can lie about his age whenever he wants. And I'm like, that's so real because at the same time as his character, like my grandmother didn't have a birth certificate. And so like, um, like my parent, my, my, she had three kids and all three kids say a different age and her sisters say a different age. I'm like, yo, how America treated black folk, man. I know like we're only, I will say this, like, we're still living through stuff, but, like, we're only one generation of when it was hell on earth, officially. You know what I mean? When it was just, my God. I mean, on Wikipedia, two Americans during this era are generally credited for coining the phrase Charles Lynch and William Lynch, both of whom lived in Virginia. Again, this is Wikipedia, but that's how the etymology of the word Lynch starts. And it's from these, these two dudes. Couple white dudes named Lynch. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it seems like it's not like a it's a it's a disputed fact, but but probably I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it feels like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's not not true. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> wait, wait, is this real? Is lynching still not considered? Wait, don't do this. Uh, <laughs> no it's 2020 no are right. you telling me as early as as late or whatever you want to call it as a year or two ago they tried to pass a bill to make lynching um a hate crime and yes and we, white we republicans have talked about said, this on no? this podcast before we, have? Yeah, we did we, we did yes yeah we, we did because it was like we it did. was like well what does that mean is like is the you know, they they said no, but like the reason is like, well, it, lynching is a crime because it's murder, like mob rules, like it, it's already criminalized, and this is like a political thing. And then, but people are like, well, no, like we need an actual law. I don't. It, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> wow. Let me get anyway. Let's have page. a debate about it. Uh, resolve. No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> when she smacks him. When she smacks him, yo, she straight up slapped him. That was great. And, and, and it goes, resolve. Okay. <laughs> resolve. The funniest <laughs> part of the movie to me, or my favorite part of the movie, is when they're they're at Harvard and they're like, you know, they're dealing with this um uh black this black butler uh type role. I'm not sure specifically what it poured or whatever his his role was would have been, but he <laughs> they're like trying to figure out the latin of something <laughs> and then Some he word. like says the he says the word and what the meaning is 
and then walks away. And then Journey just goes, I told you. <laughs> that yes. Was, that yes. was so funny. <laughs> the fact that she was just like, at some point was like, he's probably the smartest person <laughs> on this camp. <laughs> and then he, that was so funny to me. But there's also so much to that. It's like this, this, this Porter is, is here. You would think so lowly of him, but like, he's probably one of the smartest people ever, but like, this is what his job has to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, yeah. And, and, and that's, that goes back to that, that culture, that culture thing that you were, that, that Denzel was obviously talking about, but that you mentioned earlier, Gerard, because it's like the way, specifically the way they interact with him, because it's like, they're not like that poor man or whatever, you know, mm. You know, and like Nate tr- starts to give him a tip, but then when he can't, he can't, but then still makes fun of him once he closes the door. There's just so many layers to how they interact with him. And then for him to just be like super smart and that knowing this fact and then have her be like, I told you, there's just so much. That's the tip of a, a very big iceberg that like yeah. we're getting a little glimpse of. I, I thought that was that that's the series of scenes was so fun. And then he's there in the audience watching. I loved that. Yeah, man. I, I you know what it is? I liked I really liked that these were educated black people, man. I, I liked it like as much as the world around them were trying to bring them down, it was like they all had an inner demon, like, you know, Denzel was trying to do the most. Like Nate Parker clearly was that rebel. Um, and then I do like that Journey and um, James Jr. both were kind of dealing with the same issue to me, which was like almost like that courage and that like um, like self-worth kind of thing. And I like I thought that was cool. Um, even at the end, only, only thing is this, okay, this is the, the magical blackness of the movie, which I do like. And I was like, ah, uh, at first, this is where I kind of like pause the movie, but it's like when Denzel gets arrested and they won't let them back. I was like, man, they back there beating the shit out of Denzel, man. God damn it. Like, and then all of a sudden he comes out and he's fine and like everyone's cheering and the white people just like literally part ways as they like escort him to the car. And then uh, James Jr. goes up to the uh, the hillbilly white dude. That pig wasn't worth $25. You owe my dad a money. And I was like, yo, first off, this shit ain't never happening like this. But you know what? <laughs> I'm here for it. I was like, I am here for it. I was like, is that all it took? Was this one random ass speech from Forrest Whitaker who we have now proven is not a lawyer? I was like, I'm here for it, baby. If they can teach a black man about soul music and fried chicken, we can walk out of a goddamn jail scot-free. I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for it. If well, I get know, to watch FDR a- was president. I don't know. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this, Bray. I was having a good time. I was having a good time. It's interesting because it's like the pop, the, the way we learn about American history is so it's like in these blocks and it's like and like we're we kind of learn about American history like black people weren't safe until like like 1965 or whatever and like or 1968 <laughs> and like and and then like even that isn't true but like even before that it's not exactly true either like because like there were law like there were laws like there was like even though all these lynchings happened like it wasn't like it wasn't like free reign on killing black people like all the time and like there were there was a there was some semblance 
of structure that could be you broken. Right. That you know what I mean? Like if it's a Tuesday <laughs> at three forty-seven, then you can kill a black. Bro- you can yeah, if it's, it's like, own. Bra- Braylock's right. It wasn't free reign. It's like when niggas was sleep, I had a siesta. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's that's like when they had to night, get away with. You know, it. <laughs> at night when you're wearing a hood, you can do it. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna which, follow up on that. Which you know. <laughs> okay, I mean that's they they consider the hate group now. You know, right? What are you talking about? Dry the, the, people with the, the people with the people with the <laughs> with the hoods. You you remember how they yeah. put the Black Panthers as a, they listed group. as a hate group? So you know they they, did, they never killed nobody unless they were attacked. So, so the people who did kill people that's been documented, like they 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 got to be a, a a hate group in twenty twenty one. Because yes. yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember last summer everybody was marching for black folk, and they okay, were like, a "Hate group according to who? Who are you? Who? What's who? What's your standard?" Because that's remember what they talked about. Who's morality? You know? <laughs> okay, I'm, talk, I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about in, in the place we live, Amer- in America, because you know America found out about racism in 2020. So because of that racism, they discovered in 2020. You know, they they of course made the biggest known hate group an official hate group, right? I mean, that's real, right? They did that. I really liked (laughs) the final debate and like how they did that. It was real. I thought it was really well done because like, I don't know. There was something about like the, the, (laughs) there was something about specifically the, the white dude being like, my dad was a oh cop, my God. and his partner. I know, was I, I know, that was and such it, a writer thing, but I, I did like, I, I yeah, loved it. it was I loved so, it. It was so. I was like, well, this isn't the speech, but still, but also, but still, because you want to, because you want to be like, yeah, I don't want that cop to be to be to be shot down dead on the like nobody like it's not like I'm out here hoping cops getting gunned down. It's like yeah, no. like that speech, and it's like how do you come back from that speech? But then. But he was able to get him with the he said the rule of law, and it was like, oh shit! And he was, and he, he sat down. He sat down so smug and confident, like I got him. <laughs> if you just saw the look on his face, and I'm like, and to be truly honest, James, you're right, man. Like nobody wants. I think the history of the world is like black people don't want beef with cops. Like I think that's that's yeah, no one no one wants that. Like no no one wants. <laughs> Not to trust. We all want to work together. And it's like to hear him say, "My daddy was killed in the line." I think he even says, "In the his, line of his, duty." His dad's partner oh. was killed in the line. In the of line duty. of duty, right? Yeah, it's in like, the line of duty, and he was there. I guess he was there. I don't know, but he saw he he, he he you know he remembered the look on his dad's face. It's just like oh man, because it's something about that. It's like he was killed in the line of duty, and I'm looking at him being so like smiling, so smug, and I'm like. Don't you realize black people would get killed for like doing nothing? Like literally, he met he messed up by saying. I mean, it was again a very well written, but yeah. he messed up by saying the rule of law thing. It was just so. <laughs> it, was, it was such a like. This is a compelling Dude, story, it was but so you, easy to smack that argument down. Yeah, it was so on. good. The rule of but law. But you forgot who he was talking to. America was, was literally started by breaking the quote unquote rule of law. <laughs> exactly. Um, there were oh, so I many missed. points you could. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh, this wow. kid who's at the end of it, not him, but the other one, Glenn Powell, was in The Great Debaters. Yes. He I was, was shocked in... that he was 
in this because I know him as playing teenagers now. You know, like yeah. playing, he played a teenager like a couple years ago. It, and he, it was literally like, two years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's also in. He's also the nice white astronaut to Taraji in Hidden Figures. The one who like, thank you for getting this back down, ma'am. Like the one oh, who wow. like, um, he's John Glenn or something. He's just yeah. got that face. Yeah, and then he's Not in John Top Glenn. Gun. Is he's that too late? Gun, is it too late? Yeah, he is John Glenn. Yeah, he's in Scream Queens. Oh, uh, all these look up, man. This dude has made a. He's been working. He's, been he's working. good. He's really. I. He's he's really parts, funny. But, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like really the handsome, funny. funny dude and stuff. Um, oh wow, he's young. He's only thirty-two. Damn, you know I'm old. I say he's young. Good lord. Um, Listen, 32 is young, and I don't give a fuck what anybody listen to this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All uh, right, Bray. Uh, <laughs> what nobody what? talking about you? Okay, what I'm nobody talking right, about? What nobody talking about I'm you? 32. Though? It's what nobody talking about you. <laughs> All right. You said 32 is young, and I the, said thank you. The, you ain't nobody, nobody was talking to you, Bray. We <laughs> wasn't talking to you. We were talking about Glenn Powell. <laughs> no, you talk about me. You said 32. No, we ain't talking about you. We ain't talking about you, Bray. Okay, let the old men on the call uh, yeah. live our life. <laughs> I'm over here. Yeah, let my voice get all raspy. Um, right, right. I just want to say before we end, um, it needs to be more movies when black men cry. The one thing I enjoyed about this movie is that... <laughs> you like Nate Parker crying? I, Nate Parker cried. Denzel cried. Forrest Whitaker cried. Um, uh, uh, Denzel, Ford, Ford, Denzel Whitaker cried. And the thing about that is... Is because even though these men all were tough as hell, like they were still vulnerable, which we don't often get to see. And like anytime I see a black man cry, I was like, yes, we do have emotions. We do go through levels. We get happy. We get sad. We're not always angry. We're not always trying to fight the power. It's like there is a level. And to see these black dudes like break, but then still find courage to keep it going. And then seeing Journey there, I was like, love, 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 love. Yeah. Give me, give, I mean, give me Denzel more. Whitaker's character wasn't tough, but yeah. yeah. Don't do this, Bray. I said, like, no, nah, not all, you know, different <laughs> levels. He's th- he found his courage later on. He, I'm just kidding. His voice shit. He obviously was tough. He's a little 14 year old walking up into a college debating Harvard mm-hmm. grad. Yeah, that's a tough know. kid. Was on the train by himself, you know? Here's the thing I really like this movie, but I just feel like one thing could have made it better. I feel like one, just one thing could have made it better. What? So, like, so, uh, for, so first, I just want to give props to to Denzel for how this was orchestrated because when we see first we see the kids running by the car right then we see the car going and then the car hits something we like oh damn he hit a kid yeah I was like they're all about to die everybody's dead everybody's dead this is a short movie right yeah (laughs) but then you know then the white dudes come out and they all like being all mean and racist and I feel like this is what I would love for this to happen just just as just as Forrest Whitaker is about to hand him his check, a basketball just hits my man right in the face. He falls down. Cut to Steel is standing behind the behind what? the car, and he's like, "You're gonna get that check back. Give us. You're gonna give the check back. Give me. Give me back the check." <laughs> and, then, and then he takes. Then he takes the check. Right. I'm sorry. Then, I'm sorry. What? Then, then we get. Then we get to the. Then we get to the end of the movie. Right. And then just as Glenn Powell is in the middle of giving his speech, just right, pop, right in those glasses, the basketball come out, hit him right in the head. Steel's like, resolved. You know what I'm saying? He's like, <laughs> 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 come on now. 
<laughs> yeah, I just feel like if, wait, St- if Steel wait, was wait, in this wait, movie, would Steel say? Would Steel say? <laughs> he says resolved. <laughs> Come on now, Steel is there. You know what I'm saying? First of all, how does Steel get back into that? <laughs> you know what? I'm not. Why am I engaging with this? At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. All right, it's time for the cause. <laughs> We rate review old. films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Oh my uh, God. If this film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. All right. On the count of three, we're going to raise up our range for this film, The Great Debaters. One, two, two. three. Three black fists. Black fists. I mean, come on now. Black fists. Absolutely. Well, yeah, go, these three I young black. <laughs> I loved actors. it. The only thing I didn't like is that I think we needed a little more Elise Neal and a little bit more Cousin Faith. Um, Kimberly Elise, you mean? Oh, what did I say? Elise Neal? You said Elise Sorry. Neal. But Sorry. also, honestly, Sorry. I, I could have used some of Elise Neal in this too. I mean, I'm Sorry. saying we got all of the Elises. Can be Sorry, Elise. Kimberly Elise and um, Cousin Faith. Um, we could have used a little more from them. Um, but other than that, I love this movie. Love, love, love. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I also love this movie. I could have used more Elise Neal in this. Um, yeah, Black Fist. <laughs> Was um, the writer white did the, or, or black? Oh, I'm going to look that right now. That's a great question. I didn't even look because the Denzel directed. I just assumed. So let me see. Robert uh, Isley... Jeffrey Poro, these sound like white names. Uh, Robert Isley's a white man. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did a good job yeah. with the script. Jeffrey Poro, yeah, he doesn't he's have white a, too. He white too? Mm-hmm. Tony <laughs> Sherman. Oh, he okay. white too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was white white writers. Okay, white writers, Denzel, black directors. Denzel directed black. it. You know, he, then, you know, directors have a hand on the script. Yeah, sure. They got a little yeah. hand in it. They got a little hand in it. um no you know i mean no that makes sense (laughs) no i just was one i you know i want not to make a thing out of it i just wasn't sure because then we would have talked about it and then we could maybe see what else these black writers are doing but it was white writers and also we see what else these white writers are doing dark man they did dark man (laughs) don't do this (laughs) <laughs> okay all right i ain't gonna talk are we good yeah no. <laughs> um yeah well thank you so much for listening is there anything else we need to say? anything else you want to say about the great debaters i feel like we covered everything i think we did it yep. yeah 
thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, where you'll find links to merchandise that uh, we have through Tee Public, like T-shirts and stickers and phone cases. We also have a defunct Patreon. That means we're not doing new episodes. Somebody just messaged and said, how come there's no new episodes? And we've been saying this for a full year now. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there's no new episodes, but there's a year's worth of episodes on there. So you can subscribe, listen, and then unsubscribe. It's $5 a month until you stop paying for it. Uh, and um, also, if you rate us, rate and review us on iTunes, uh, we will read your reviews on the air. And uh, guys, uh, rate and review us so I can read more reviews, please. <laughs> so Greg um, can do his job. Come on. You know I like reading these reviews. But uh, there are no new ones. So that's that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog!